Hey, what's good, everyone and anyone listening? This is Chico's Playpen, and I'm your host, Captain Matt. If you're wondering why it's Chico's Playpen, it's named after that one special folder on my laptop that has wonderful, beautiful, bizarre, wondrous, mysterious things. You know, thoughts and ideas. So strap in and see how far the rabbit hole goes, or just how much you can take. As you can tell, I'm obviously new at this, and I'm just going to spout whatever random thought that comes out. That's why it's like that special folder. You really never know what you're going to get. So welcome to the all-you-can-eat buffet of batshit insanity. It's going to go places. So, yeah. Welcome. I'm never really good on the spot, honestly. I try not to think of it as on-the-spot, more like just a conversation. I mean, that's my whole spiel with YouTube. By the way, on YouTube and Twitter, I'm at CaptainMatt1424. Like and subscribe. Wow, we're only a minute into this thing, and I'm already plugging myself. Whew. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. I mean, two weeks ago, I was down and out miserable because some bullshit happened with my parents. I'm like, holy fuck. By the way, I'm a stoner. Um... I'm just sobering up, by the way. So, well, I mean, I already warned you at the beginning. It's going to get crazy. But, uh, shit. So, yeah, last week, just, you know, usual parent bullshit. I mean, it just, like, just fucking hurt, you know? Like, I've been spending my life, you know, I'm 30 now, trying to get it into place. And finally, things are coming into place. And, like, I get assaulted verbally. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, can you not worry about stupid bullshit? I swear my parents would be the perfect candidates for weed. They they just need to fucking relax their asses. I'm fair certain if I stuck a lump of coal in there in three months, I'd have a diamond. Especially my dad, his fingers tight, us packed tighter than a fucking snare drum. Like, jeez. But, you know, two weeks had passed and things had gotten better, you know. I found myself in the position, like, finally, everything's good, you know. I I have, like, wonderful friends and my wonderful non-imaginary girlfriend. I swear she's legit, you know, to help support me. And I found that the weed helps, you know. I mean, just the other day I was uh, passing a storefront and there were the dare people and I'm like... I just really want to have a conversation with them, you know, to tell them the benefits of weed. It's fucking great. But, you know, they're trying to keep kids off drugs, which is admirable. But ironically, like being a a kid of the 90s, like drugs were the ones that cured everything. I mean, there wasn't a kid I didn't know who was on drugs, who wasn't on drugs, rather, you know, like Ritalin and Adderall and all that good shit. Like, that was the solution to everything. But, uh, I truly believe for me, at least, weed works. Um, it helps with the anxiety, and I have wicked anxiety, you know. The stories I could tell, but I only have a 90 limit time, time limit on the shit. Shit. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm losing focus. I'm also a perfectionist at heart, and it's hard for me to edit, but, uh, yeah, Bit of a diamond in the rough. 
And uh, if you haven't clicked off this yet, it gets better. So yeah, um, suffer from anxiety. You know, it's just fucking nuts. And I'm bipolar, so some days that's really good. Like, I wake up and, like, I'm gonna win. And other days it's like, I'm gonna die. Like, I need to fucking lay down all day because I can't function. But with the weird, it's like, hey, I can do this. I can deal with people's bullshit, you know? It's it's great. I mean, fuck, I wish I tried it sooner. Like uh, I said, like I said I'm 30 now, and uh, I stayed clear of it like through all of my like, kid and adult life. Never wanted to try, and I was given an opportunity, and here we are. And because of it, I've made some very wonderful friends, new friends, and um, I've reconnected with my lifelong childhood friends, too. You know, we share a bond that's, uh, you know, that can't be broken. It's only made us stronger as friends. Wow, that sounds really gay. Not that I have anything against that. I mean, I'm a lesbian myself. Huge, raging truck driver with a beard, flannel, combat boot lesbian. If you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, this motherfucker's crazy. He was talking about weed, and now he's a lesbian? What the hell? Well, you're not the only one that thinks that. I mean, my girlfriend thinks that. I mean, she knows that I'm like a 30-year-old jackass kid, and she likes me in spite of it, and I think she might like me because of it. Well, at least a little bit anyway. But, um, yeah, just the point of this, it's been a crazy two weeks, and it it goes to show you how a lot can change. Like, it's been both ends of the spectrum, like, from completely hellfire shitty to, like, the gates of heaven are slowly opening up, and uh, I'm the next big winner. You know, and because of the weed, I'm inspired. Part of who I am, I'm a writer. I love to write, and I love to film, too, you know. And it's just given me so many opportunities creatively. Like, right now, I'm writing the most epic stoner movie ever and uh it's just a trip it's basically my perception of how i am when i'm high and how i perceive other people when they're high and how other people perceive me and themselves when high it's it's basically inception meets cheech and chong it's really fucking great um and i just love it uh like i said i'm a big writer even though i might not be the best um, I love to do it. It's just a great outlet. And I stopped for a while because, um, I took on way too many projects at once. Uh, but yeah, that's just a little about me, you know. I'm a man of many masks, but they're all the same. And I know that probably makes no sense to you, but it's basically every part of who I am, you know, the scaredy cat, the brave soldier or warrior. Not that I have anything wrong with soldiers, you know, just army's not my cup of tea, but you know, like I'm happy, sad, playful, cheerful, childlike, morbidly depressed, morbidly obese, you know, that's all of me. And I'm not morbidly obese, but I mean, you can't really tell because you can't see my face. I mean, for all you know, I could be Japanese Hispanic, which I am actually, but you never will know. Unless you watch my YouTube videos. Captain Matt 1424, by the way. Uh, Captain is abbreviated. 
Wow, shameful plug number two. Or should I say shameless? Either or, doesn't matter. Um, I'm recording this, it's late as hell and I can't sleep. And I figured, you know what? Now's the perfect time to have Diary of the Mouth. The powers of online and anonymity to the world's greatest superpowers. But, uh... I mean, I really don't have a point to this, just narrating my thoughts. I was watching this great movie, 18 Fingers of Death, and it's a fucking comedy, and it's a great thing, you know, great comedy. But they had this one serious scene where the dad's talking to the son, it's like, you know what, you don't fucking give up, I gave up all my dreams, so you don't have to, kind of thing. I'm like, you know what, I may have started late in the game, I may have dicked away a lot of my youth and a lot of my resources, but I am where I am today because of the choices that I made. It's what we do that makes us who we are. And we're always changing, no matter what. I once said that uh, when people say, you know, how people write in your books, oh, don't ever change, we love you. I mean, don't change the best parts of you. Like, keep it all the same, but improve upon it. That's what I like to think. Because, honestly, no one stays the same forever. You know, I, I mean, arguably, I, I suppose, but... I wasn't who I am in high school, you know, who I am now. Sorry that I'm jumbling words. I'm a little tired. It's like 2.30, and I'm just coming off of some good weed. But anyway, wow, I've been running for 10 minutes. Holy shit. And this is this is a normal conversation with me. Like, I was hanging out with a friend today and just hanging out and he was over and I was high and we were just like playing off each other really well and knowing if you knew me like me eh, high and me sober is the same thing really Whew. shit I'm fucking tired why did I fucking start this shit oh yeah profound-ish thoughts or profoundly absurd thoughts Hey, it's 2.30 in the morning. What do you expect? Whew. Jesus. But yeah, complete turnaround, you know. Like, it's all how you perceive things. It's not as a disadvantage, you know. Like, for me, like, bipolar is by no means a disadvantage. It's a fucking superpower. I mean, it's it gives you infinite life, speed, strength... At the cost of your life, speed, and strength. Double-edged sword. Like I said, good days and bad days. And it's hard trying to cope with the bad days. Like, your bad days are your absolute worst days. You know? It's like nothing you can do can bring you out of it. And then, all of a sudden, it changes. It could take two seconds, or it could take two days, but you'll get out of it. And I just hate the in-between time, you know? One of the things I'm I'm scared about is losing my girlfriend, you know. Like, I think every thought ever, you know. I'm like Batman with my thoughts, except I don't have a plan to kill my family and friends and loved ones. But, I mean, well, that's kind of a dick move on Batman's part, don't you think? Like, imagine the conversation he would have with the Flash. Like, hey, Flash, hey, Batman, listen, about that plan to take me out, 
And Batman's like, listen, man, it's nothing personal. It's just like, if you go rogue, you know, you got to be stopped. You know, you think Flash would just sucker punch Batman and run for the hills? But being Batman, he has a plan for that already. He's probably got a brilliant, like, trap set for when Flash runs away. Wow, why haven't the other members of the Justice League banned Batman? I love him, but... That's really dark. I mean, I don't care if he takes down Superman. Like, I'm not a big fan of Superman. Like, let it be said, you know, I can hear it now, all the angry nerds wanting to lynch my ass, but by no means do I disrespect him. She's just not my favorite character. I mean, his power is bullshit. Like, they keep inventing new powers for the guy. I mean, in one of the DVDs I saw, like, uh, Batman and Superman Public Enemies, Mulfucker took a kryptonite bullet to the heart and still lived. After trudging through miles of sewer and getting hit by an electric fence and almost getting shot by Alfred with a kryptonite bullet in his heart, and he lived. I call hacks. But yeah, uh, well, we got way off topic. Not that it was a topic to begin with. I told you, random, weird, beautiful, bizarre, unique. That's Chico's playpen for you. I mean, if you saw the things I have on my laptop, I'd probably be arrested. I'd never see the light of day again. Thank God I'm anonymous-ish. Hell, that's what I should name the show, anonymous-ish, but I like Chico's playpen better. Call it what you will. But, uh, yeah, that's me, Captain Matt, at your service, pleasure, and leisure. I suppose, ultimately, I'm no one special. Just an ordinary Joe with a new way to flow, to paraphrase a song I once heard. But, yeah, even though I'm a nobody, like, even if I achieve some modicum or measure of fame, I'll really be nobody, but... The people that I know and love, I want to affect them positively. So everything I do, I do for myself. And that may sound selfish, but ultimately, if you can't help yourself, you can't help anyone else. As much as I love my girlfriend, we're a team. So you know what? At the end of it, it's give and take. Some days we'll take more than we give, but it should round out to 50-50, you know? And that's how I feel with most aspects in life. Like, some days I'm going to take more, and some days I'm going to give more. But it all balances out. But, uh, yeah, just me worried about my girlfriend. I'm worried that I'm so crazy. Like, it'll be off-putting. And that's part of the anxiety, as I said. It's like, I know nothing's going to go wrong, but I can't help but think the thoughts, you know? And it'll come out at random, like, I'll be watching a funny-ass video or something, and, like, boom, you're gonna die. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, or, boom, your girlfriend hates you. I'm like, can you not do that? Like, not right now? And seeing as I'm a pot smoker, I, I find that the sativa does the head crazy, man. I, I gotta have indica. I can barely handle sativa. And you know the great part about being high is, like, you call people when you're high, especially other stoners. Like, I'll, I'll call my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, baby, um, 
I'm about to get high. I'll see you in about two days because I'm going on a trip. And she'll laugh, you know, or she'll tell me something, like, ridiculous. You know, what I absolutely love is that I'll call her and she's playing, like, Fallout or Skyrim or something like that. And she'll just be raging at the fucking screen. Like, she'll be cursing, cocksucking, motherfucking son of a whore. And I'm like, oh, uh, hey, baby. Oh, hey, baby, I miss you. You know, it's fucking great. Just. To hear her, like, spew such violent, hate-filled words, and then she'll be, like, cute in, like, three seconds. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Well, I spent, like, five minutes talking about my girlfriend. What can I say? I'm happy, and if you're single, I by no means want to depress you and, uh, you know, hang in there. Trust me, it took a long time to fucking find my girlfriend, and I'd been through hell and back, but... Don't give up. I mean, that should be the general message. Like, just don't give up. It may not be your time now, but it will be your time later. I mean, I hate to keep pushing this issue, but like I said, I'm 30, and this is one of the few times I like to admit that, but it's like, yeah, it took a while. It took a long while. The potential was there, but, you know, for one reason or another, I couldn't do it. I mean... I wish I hadn't doubted myself as a kid. You know, I wish I had more confidence. But sometimes you need confidence from an outside source. I mean, I don't think I'm all that great looking. But someone thinks I'm pretty. You know, someone thinks I'm attractive. I'm like, wow. That, I mean, that does wonders. But like the old song goes, if you got to do something, believe in yourself. Because ultimately, you are your greatest ally. And yeah, you're your worst enemy too, but you are your greatest ally. And you can accomplish great things. I mean, I know the likelihood of me ever changing the world major, you know, is slim to nil. But I can try and affect my my corner of it as positively as I can. So if I do good for me, what's best for me is best for everyone else because they see I'm happy and that makes them happy, and they'll do, like, more positive things. It's like an infinite loop of positivity. Like, it it echoes out infinitely, and it echoes back to you like a ripple. It never truly ends. And on a cosmic scale, we're really nothing, you know? But on a human level, we have the power to impact people in ways we can't even begin to imagine. I mean... I'm a bl- big believer of Sonder, and I can't explain it well, but basically it's it's the knowledge that you yourself are a protagonist while simultaneously being an NPC. Like, you're the protagonist of your own story and an NPC and your best friends, you know? But you both exist in the same universe. And it applies to strangers, too, like the person you walk by or drive by on the, the road, like... You will never know who they are. You know, you might never even give... You, most people don't. You might not think of it. What is that guy going through? Did his wife leave him? Or is he having a happy time? Or, you know, shit like that. You'll never know. And that's what Sandra is like. The thought. You're actually thinking on that random person. Like, if you're listening to me, I hope I'm making sense. And I hope I'm trying... You know, I hope I'm, like, affecting you positively. You know, I want you to feel good and get a couple laughs out of it. I mean, early on in this episode, we went from, like, insane zany hijinks to now super serialness. And I said super serialness as, as a joke because I'm a jackass, you know.
Fat cereal. Oh man, I want like Rice Krispie treats. Oh, Rice Krispies, holy shit, chocolate Rice Krispies. And now we're t- me talking about like food porn. See? Random, unique, insane, profound, absurd. One of everything. But, uh, going back, if you're having a rough time hanging in there, trust me. Inside of you lies a power that you can't even fathom. You know, I told my girlfriend today that I nearly took my life. Uh, I mean, it was a poor attempt. It was more of an intention than anything, but I used to hate it because it left a scar. And I'm like, oh, this scar's fucking mocking me. And now I look at it differently. It's like, this happened 10, 15 years ago, you know, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, it's a reminder that I hung in there, that I missed for a reason. Like I said, it may take a, a while. It may not happen when you want it or exactly the way you want it, but it will happen. Like, whatever your dream, whatever your happiness may be, you know, there are many paths to take in life, and the path you're currently on is the right one. And if you don't like it, change it. You can change it as hard as it is, you know, and I know it's easier said than done. But uh, as hard as it is, you can do it, and you have people in your corner. And you, you may not see it, too. I mean, with my ex-girlfriend, and I don't like talking what's past, but uh, I was put through the goddamn ringer. I mean, holy shit, I, no one should have to go through what I did. And I was down and out. I was, I was knocked on my ass, and I was nearly emotionally dead. It took a year almost to try and shake off the damage, and even then, the scars remained. And, you know, no matter what, the scars will fade, but they'll still be there. It, they just hurt less. And if you're going through some hurt now, I'm really sorry. And even though I don't know you and I can't hear your story, you know, like, I empathize with you. And, uh, for what's worth, just don't give up. When I was a kid, like, I had this very warped view. Like, I hated everyone and everything. And every, and I felt like everyone hated me, you know, and I wanted to die. But the one thing that kept me alive was, well, everyone's so miserable because I'm alive. So fuck it, I must stay alive just to make them miserable, you know? I mean, it's a warped kind of thing, and I don't recommend that path, but uh, it got me through some times, and now I realize that I see some of the purpose. Like, I was meant to be where I am today, you know? So hang in there. My thoughts and prayers go out to you. Um... It'll get better. And if you're having a good time with life, like, share the love. Because someone may need uh, some form of happiness. Someone might need some help, you know? I mean, the other day, just for shits and giggles, because I was bored, I made a cardboard sign saying, Ninjas murdered my family. Need airfare to Japan to wreak vengeance. On one side, and the other side says, uh, Training to beat Ryu, Goku, and Naruto. Uh, need airfare and expenses to Japan or Anime Expo. And I went to fucking the beach and started panhandling. Most people don't give a damn, like, all they hear is the sound. They didn't even read the song. Uh, sign. Yeah, song. That makes perfect sense. Uh, most people didn't read the sign. They just put it, put in the money or ignored me completely. 
But there is that 1% fringe, the 1% non-assholing fringe that read the signs like, dude, you fucking deserve this, you know, we love you. I mean, I had some guy tell me to kick Goku's ass, I'm like, dude, you are dope. So just a small act of kindness can go a long way, you know, even if it doesn't seem like it. If you're not doing it for that them, do it for yourselves, because you'll find that doing something good for someone, you know, just a random act of kindness, as it were, you know, does wonders. You might think to yourself, hey, you know, I think I made a difference, even if it's just a small one. Wow. I was nervous at first, and then now I can't shut up. This was fun. I think I'm going to do it again. Well, that does it for me. Uh, Captain Matt signing out. Thanks for listening, and uh, it gets better. Trust me, uh, next episode I'll get really stupid stoned and start talking about stupid shit. It'll be a blast. And uh, I'll bring the wine. You should bring wine too, or whatever helps. Like, uh, my one last parting gift, I know I'm supposed to sign off, but like... If you're going to do weed or any kind of thing that helps you relax, just make sure you don't hurt anyone and be safe. You know, you know those assholes that are in your face preaching Jesus or whatever, you know, pick your poison, you know. They're in your face and really super aggressive about it. Don't be that asshole. Just be like, hey, if it's for you, that's great. If you don't like it, don't knock it, man. We need to show some mutual respect, like, as a whole, like, the human race needs to respect each other more. But, uh, anyway, just be safe out there. All right, Captain Matt signing out. Cheers.